I just need to just say it. I don't want to say it. I hate saying it. I'm laughing because I don't know why. Don't laugh at me. Make me feel less nervous. Relax me. Make some whale noises. Okay. Hello everyone! What the hell, Elle? Today I'm joined with... Luro! <laughs> My lovely friend Lucci. We're going to be talking a bit about basically making better food choices. With this episode I've been like really nervous about it because I don't want to come across like angry vegan. And, I love vegan. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want people to listen to it and, or see it and be like... I'm not going to listen to this because I don't care about what vegans have got to say. But I've kind of come to the realisation where it's that some people are just going to look at it and think that. Yeah, you can't change their opinions sometimes. Yeah, and this is, like, me and you spoke about it and we're not coming from, like, an aggressive vegan standpoint. Like, we're trying to be helpful and sometimes the most helpful thing isn't just saying you need to do x y and z it's just giving advice and some people are going to find that helpful some people are going to be like ugh i don't care i don't want to listen to anyone talk about veganism so yeah i think i can get really amped up when i yeah, see stupid shit yeah. in like you know on the twitter sphere and stuff oh, yeah. And I think sometimes that can give... We love angry tweets. Yeah. So basically, we're just going to be talking through helpful tips and tricks to make better food choices. It's going to be focused on, like, obviously reducing um, meat and dairy consumption. And we'll get into, like, why that is. But it's not going to be, like, making better food choices because we're nutritionists. Because we're not nutritionists. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we just know what um, we know. <laughs> And we know what um, has been evidenced to make positive changes on the environment. And I actually would really like to have kids. So if you could sort of listen to some of this, that would be really helpful. We don't want the planet to actually die because it is going to. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, sorry, but it's going to happen. That's the tea, sis. That is the real tea. The real tea. So. Shall we start with the environment? yes the whole environment so i it's not even like an i think it's kind of like an i know because there are literal facts and evidence yeah 30 percent of the earth's entire land surface is used for rearing farmed animals that we like eat yeah 30 percent that's too much like, literally honestly and when i think like this has reminded me like when i first went vegetarian i stopped eating meat it this sounds really fucked up it was never to do with like cruelty to animals that came after yeah that came after for me what it was for me was like recognizing the severe like damage that it's having having on the actual planet and yeah. I would openly be like, I don't care about the animals dying. <laughs> Obviously, like, I don't think that anymore. But that was originally it. And 30% of the whole, for, like, meat rearing, that's not even to do with the cruelty towards the animals. That's, that's like, bringing up the animals for the sole purpose of being eaten. Consumed. Yeah, yeah, consumed. It's actually crazy. And, like, if you think about the impact that that's going to then have on... I mean, there's just, there's so many layers to it. Like, there's deforestation, there's, mm-hmm. like, biodiversity problems, there's, like, ecosystems being ruined. All of that land that's used for, like, crops for the animals could be used to feed, like, people. Yeah, literally. There's many different layers where you can find, like, so many multifaceted issues in it, and it's just, like, all of these things could be made better by doing a small change in your daily life. Yeah, Literally, I completely agree. I was watching this really interesting um, video this morning by Greta. Oh, we love, we stan. We stan her. Well, it was someone else who was talking about all the deforestation in the Amazon rainforest that has happened at the moment is for the sole purpose of beef rearing, cows, moo. Um, And they used... 
They used to call the Amazon rainforest the lungs of the earth. How are we supposed to breathe? If you're chopping it down to put cows on it, like, it actually blows my mind that, like, you can't see a problem in that. Like, it's clearly a massive issue. Mm -hmm. If you think about all of the water needed, I've got some more numbers for you. Oh, go on, please. One kilo of beef takes approximately between 13,000 and 100,000 litres of water to produce. Oh, my God. 100,000 litres of water. water? Literally, water. You're supposed to be drinking that. And then you're going to be like, why have we got no water left in 10 years' time? Because we fucking used it to make beef. Literally. And people being like, oh, yeah, but plants need water. One kilo of wheat uses 1,000 to 2,000 litres, which is a lot less than 100,000. I know. And I've read all this stuff as well about how so... um, oh well there's been loads of deforestation for soy and like it's your soy milk that's killing the planet and all this okay well do you know what actually is feeding your beef it's fucking soy mate it's soy so if you still eradicated all the feed that was needed to feed the livestock soy would not be killing the planet like like trust me it would be so fine. the soy that is used to source or whatever source a vegan's diet or contribute to a vegan's diet or vegetarian's diet is not what is causing the issue we're not drinking that much soy milk it, it's the millions and millions of cows that are needing to be fed like That's what they're eating all they're eating is soy and that is it like, yeah not a diverse diet i don't just pour myself in soy milk every day and like lie in the bath i don't i don't think vegans even like soy milk that much no though. everyone hates soy milk oh yeah another fact here we go oh yeah this is about co2 because co2 is bad 27 kilograms of co2 are produced per kilo of beef and only 0.9 are produced for a kilo of lentils Oh my god. 27 kilograms of CO2 is a bad amount, like... 27 kilograms is really a lot of CO2. Yeah, like... For a kilo like, as well. A kilo is not actually that much beef to, to to make that much CO2. No, and um, we're cutting down all the trees, so how are we then going to get the oxygen? This is the thing. And, like, we're polluting the air with CO2 and with methane at such an extreme level. You know when people are like, oh, well, we can't... Changing our diets isn't going to make a difference. All these companies need to change. I totally agree that companies need to make a difference and they will have the biggest impact. But, like, imagine if everyone changed their diet in, like, a slight way in some way. Yeah. We are going to do something. Like, we do need to... It does come to us as well. Like, it's everyone's responsibility. The statistics behind Meat Free Mondays as well, like, the impact it's had is so drastic. I, I think it's quite... It's difficult because... I think, in a way, like, the whole vegan diet has been put forward as, like, an all-or-nothing kind of thing. Like, you are either a vegan or you're not, but I don't think it's that restrictive. I think it's about making better choices. It's about, you know... Being conscious about... Yeah, conscious and being aware of what you're doing. You don't have to go... Like, it's so funny because I... I'm vegan, but then I also regularly slip up and I regularly eat things that I know are non-vegan. And I try... not a vegan then. Yeah, it doesn't make me not a vegan. It doesn't It doesn't mean that, like... It means that what I'm doing is trying... And is, like, trying. Because I don't think that, la- like, being restrictive is necessarily constructive. I think That's that... If like, I want to do something, I'm going to do it. But equally... with yourself being like, you can't eat that because it's got, like... This, that's not very a good way to, like, look at the world. Well, yeah, because that's not necessarily... I, like, we were saying, like, considered to be a healthy mindset. Yeah. But I, you do have to look at the facts, realistically. Yeah, exactly. And the risks, the facts are, statistically, that meat, the meat and dairy industry is the leading cause of climate change, yeah. And going, like, adopting, like, not adopting necessarily, like, a 100% perfect vegan diet, but adopting those kind of, like, traits in your diet is the number one way that you can make a difference. And it's so to do as well, like... Yeah, it's, like, so in terms of um, being easier, I would buy, like, shit meat to eat, like, from Lidl that just was not nice at all, and still it would come out at, like more expensive than really? if i didn't with well. yeah a cheese a lot of cheese oh my god and it's so expensive i can't get over that how expensive cheese was i remember being like what the fuck and 
I found that it's a lot cheaper. And then also, so you know, everyone says that meat replacements are quite expensive. That's not false. They no. are quite expensive. But also when you would spend money on good quality meat or good quality cheese, both of those things are also more expensive. And you can have a balanced, nutritious vegan diet without having to buy meat replacements. Totally agree. And it can be flavourful and you can make really fun things. Yeah. And it can all be fruits and veg. When I was like super skint last year and I was like, just had loads of lentils and would buy loads of veg. And like, like both of us really did it, didn't we? In yeah. Loads of curries and like pasta sauces. And also I've noticed more recently you can get tofu a bit cheaper. So yeah. if you did want some sort of protein as it were and also in Lidl they send the Lin- sell the Linda McCartney sausages for like £1.50 so you can get six yeah I remember when we were in like second year they used to be like three quid they used to be so expensive but they've reduced so much in cost the transition from vegetarian to vegan for me was it was difficult but could have been a lot harder because when I stopped eating meat I was also really cautious of like food labels and things yeah. I was trying to eat like a lot less dairy anyway so I think if someone is considering reducing their dairy consumption or like maybe transitioning to vegan, it's always a really good tip to just read the food labels anyway, like get into a habit of reading food yeah. labels because I didn't realise how much milk powder is in everything. Everything. Like, salt and vinegar Oh my God, I was just going to say that. Salt and vinegar crisps. There is milk powder. For what? For who? Honestly, it's and now when you look at, and i look at a label now and i see like milk powder in it i'm just a bit like what is the why for what because i feel like there's a lot of focus on like cutting out meat and being vegan but there's not as much talk about like specifically dairy and going from like veggie to vegan vegetarians should consider their dairy consumption definitely i think it's just about being conscious of what you are putting in your body and that's not even from a health perspective we're not living in this day and age now where we can just like everything is so demand 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 like you get everything is just on a huge scale you can do what you want when you want like if you think about like the rate that new phones are coming out and all things like that and you can pretty much as long as you have the money to which a lot of people in western societies have access to more money than other societies um you can get what you want when you want and so i think that's why it has become really hard for people or some people anyway to even consider reducing their meat or dairy consumption because they're not used to being told that you can't do something or you should consider not doing something for what purpose you can't see the effects of going vegan personally really i mean there are a few effects i think i lost a bit of water weight like obviously we've discussed saving money but realistically the reason that you go yeah it's not gratification you don't get gratification from it the reason that you change your diet in that way is for long-term purposes and other purposes and things that are actually outside yourself and I think maybe that's why people struggle with it because it's not about you it's about animals and it's not necessarily always about animals it's about the planet and that's where I want this episode to come from I want it to come from a perspective of making better food choices for the planet because realistically there are now statistics coming out that are suggesting that it's like in in the next 10 years there are going to be detrimental effects to the environment that means that we will have to adapt and change the way that we're living do you really think you are going to then be able to have a kid in that time like literally no like it is and then if you have a child what you, are they going to be brought up into like? yeah it's going to be and i know in a lot of societies we're very privileged and we we get this nice cushy life and a lot of people don't if you think about how it is for a lot of countries and societies now and how bad it is think about how much worse it's going to get and it is just about gaps between the rich and the poor because yeah. the people that are going to see the worst the effects of our our like consumption of all these things are going to be people in the poorer quarter of society are going to see it first also i started thinking about this morning as well alongside fucking brexit because with the way trading would be affected if we have a no deal even if we get trading deals signed with say the us eventually that is going to contribute massively to air miles or pollution in the ocean and equally if there's a no deal and access to staple supplies is affected which it has been stated to have been affected it's going to be even more affected by the fact that we're killing the planet literally 
like what you're saying about the journey as well food makes there is so much so many stages that it has to go through from it to get from there to our plates like obviously it's really difficult conversation to have because like we mentioned a lot of people think it's all or nothing but i don't think that it is all or nothing there are things i think that we could give tips about how sustaining a mostly vegan diet but then also making better choices yeah definitely i think one thing for me that i like i'm trying to do in every sense of my consumption is just thinking like picking something up and thinking about where it's like we don't make a connection of where it's come from Mm. and just being like hang on a minute who has made this or who has found this or who what country did it come from what airmails did it travel is it new and like has it say if it's an item of clothing like what dye has been used for it or like where did this plastic bottle get manufactured where is it going to go when i bin it i think like making a connection and doing it with like food because we see we've got such a disconnection between what is in our hands and what's on our plates what is the impact of me having this one chicken nugget yeah i think as well massive thing that i find is not spoken about is like the effect on people the systematic like racism as well that is actually entrenched in the agricultural industry so i read somewhere someone's going to fact check me on this um canada was or allowing like syrian refugees to live in their country but a lot of them were working in slaughterhouses um with no money they weren't being paid for it so it's like take advantage of them because they're looking for like refuge yeah so like right we're gonna put you in this yeah so then they were having to work in like slaughterhouses for no money simply because canada had granted them like what is it asylum or refuge like but we're gonna put you in this exactly so it's quite clearly a job that no one wants to do i watched on i think it was cowspiracy on one of those documentaries there are like towns in it's somewhere in america there were small villages slash towns that were occupying larger fields and basically what farmers and such were doing was flying over these towns because they were they were in the middle of these farming places and just spraying what is it manure over all of the this area and some of it would obviously go on the animals which is what they wanted they wanted it in the land Um, and then some of it would go on the people and it meant that these people could not leave their home and the communities were primarily hispanic and black families so yeah yeah, their lives were not considered important enough not before this woman i remember like one clip from it really clearly and she was on her porch talking and she was like, so-and-so's got cancer, so-and-so's got this. Like, everyone has got health problems, because, literally because of what they are doing here. It's so clear and simple to see they're dying. Like. And, their, and the purpose of them doing that was to feed the livestock. And the livestock was to be killed and eaten. Yeah, exactly. People think that it doesn't have an effect on people, I think, as well. And like, it gets overlooked quite a lot, but it like, literally she does, yeah. I've had people say to me, organic veg, who farmed that? Like, what about the workers' rights and stuff like that? I do try to buy locally. And, like, yeah. That, number one, because like, I know that that's a problem. But number two, look at your plate. And- the workers' yeah. rights of people who are in dairy farms are in it- meat, in the, the yeah. meat fucking slaughterhouses. Like, as we just said, like, it's you can't nitpick at these things by saying well one thing's terrible too there's a whole system that i think that you are standing against or working towards standing against by making choices to eat less from it it's not just about the animals it's actually being like fuck capitalism it almost you can get really political with it even because i was reading as well about there was there's some charity and one of the people that sponsors them some meat yeah they are literally all they care about is money they don't care about people's health they don't care about the environment they care about money i remember on what the health as well it's really obviously it's really controversial documentary but a lot of cancer charities in america advise that you eat red meat and pork and bacon when bacon is what is it higher risk of causing cancer than smoking meat is like a higher carcinogenic how can these people be like this is a healthy balanced diet that's crazy and also diet when you're unwell in any way your diet impacts your health so much my moral views and my ethical views i do not want to be associated with or support in any way a company like that or food chains like that anything that i can do to not support 
I'm going to try my hardest not to. Exactly. I completely agree. And, like, if someone tells me that they are conscious about their consumption of food, I'm like, wow, you're someone that's... It's like... It it gives a good indication of their character as how they are as a person. Yeah. I've had people be like, I'm really interested in eating more of a vegan diet and stuff like tips and stuff i'm so happy to give people tips but don't get me wrong it's like anything in life it's fucking hard work and you have to be dedicated to doing it you're not just going to get it like that i've been trying how long have i been trying to do it now over a year i haven't eaten meat for like three years and i i know i'll never eat meat again but it's hard with dairy and it's not been a year since i've eaten dairy i think i ate some cakes in june that weren't vegan but It's about making better choices and it's about like my rules are like I won't pay for it. Yeah, that's a a good way to look at it I think. Like, the way I started was I just knew I didn't want to eat meat anymore. And initially, for a while, I'd been like, oh, once it's all gone out of my freezer, I won't do it. And then I got to the point where I was like, no, I need to just do it. So I gave the food to friends and stuff. Obviously, food waste is really bad. Don't throw your food away if you have it. Pretty much every meal I eat is a recipe i've used meat in i've just replaced the meat literally just replace it with something else i think a good place to start is i love curries and they're really easy to make vegan and veggie finding a set of food items that you really enjoy Mm -hmm. and just starting with basic and then going from there like if you've got like oh i like making this curry and it's veggie and i'll make it however often a week then that's a great place to start yeah i also was gonna say following people on instagram mm. following like accidentally vegan yeah accidentally vegan oh my god it's so it's so helpful because there are so many things out there like people don't realize oreos are completely vegan at work the other day someone was like no they're not and i was like trust me they, they are, are literally and following people or looking for people to follow that are also vegan because it makes yeah. it less daunting i really like grace fit uk because she yeah. wishes well, grace beverly on instagram now but because she is really openly vegan and she does loads of weight training and stuff like that and that's obviously something that i'm really into yeah. and i think it's really difficult in the fitness industry because people push protein and everyone automatically associates protein with eating meat but like yeah. some of the strongest men in the world are vegans and they've been vegan their whole diet all the changes i've made to my body has been from a completely meat-free diet and then the last year it's been right. dairy-free too it's yeah. not impossible it's just you have to be more aware if you're following a workout plan and you're calculating your macros why is it then so hard for you to be like i'm gonna replace the protein the meat i'm eating with a different protein yeah it's not actually that hard you're just a prick another thing i'd written down actually which fits really nicely with this i feel like my relationship with food has improved quite a lot since i've like i have cut out meat and dairy and like don't get me wrong it's not perfect and i still have like not positive behaviors and stuff like that but i don't like i'm what i'm eating i'm not conscious of and i'm not thinking oh should i be eating this because as like a vegan or someone who doesn't eat meat or and and, like is trying to make better choices i think it's more important to like carb load and eat more carbs so carbs like for me anyway i obviously can't talk talk for like you but carbs in the past have been like the enemy and like uh, i don't want to eat carbs because they're so bad for you yeah i know and like i mean i'm not really going to comment on that because i don't think that we should have this like negative perception towards carbs but when you're having like a meat-free and a dairy-free diet it's really important to eat more carbs and so then in that way for me it's meant that like i don't have this horrible perception towards them yeah Yeah, and i don't know i feel like for me anyway it's for me for me for me for me (laughs) it's helped with that perception because i look at my plate and i'm like okay if i'm eating a healthy meal i'm like okay this is unhealthy but like i'm not gonna eat a takeaway every day for the rest of my life um If I eat something, like, I don't know, I just... You can let yourself be, have unhealthy meals whenever you want and not be feel, like, super bad about it. Literally. I think it's really nice to, like, cook a home-cooked meal and you know exactly every ingredient that's been put into it. And I personally, like you said, like, I have had a rocky relationship with food. And it's like, when you look at a plate, you're like, wow, that's a really healthy meal. I'm yeah. going to eat it, feel full and satisfied, and I'm going to feel good about myself. Yeah. I'm not going to feel like any, like, it's, it's doing good for the planet and it's doing good for my brain. Yeah, and it's doing good for my gut. Yeah, my 
healthy gut. I was a healthy gut. Like before, before like to be fair, I stopped eating meat now like how many years ago? It was in first year, so like three years yeah. ago. So like I can't really remember much <laughs> I can't remember much before. From I the time. Remember. From the life. <laughs> my change. I remember. But, like, <laughs> I remember I would literally eat like once I had a snack and it was like a bag of grated cheese and a box of cocktail sausages on there just them all. And like it's so unhealthy and like not saying that I'm not unhealthy now obviously but like that's disgusting. <laughs> I was like, look me, I was bad. Like, I think, like you say, like, I'm not saying my relationship with food is perfect and I still have got issues with it, but in other ways now, I, I know that I can look at a plate and be like, I don't feel guilty about eating this, like, because I, think I know it's good. It, I think also it's, like, it develops insight as well and kind of makes you realise that, oh, shit, actually, I'm eating good now and I still think that I'm eating badly. Oh, maybe I actually yeah. should get a therapist. <laughs> hmm, what's that about? <laughs> literally eating a salad and I feel like shit yeah yeah oh god maybe I'm depressed it's funny when people are like people come at you as a vegan and be like oh but your diet like are you getting all your nutrients and I'm like what are you like you've had fried chicken five days in a row Stephen are you getting the nutrients it's pathetic and also another thing I was going to say is when I first stopped eating meat people right give them just a plain steak or a plain chicken breast, right? Are you going to enjoy... Oh, my God. No. What you actually like is the way the food is seasoned. It's all about seasoning. You you will not eat just a boiled or, like, a fried... Like, any kind of cooked, plain meat. No, no food. And if you did, you'd be like, what the fuck And everyone laughs at you. Are you eating unseasoned food, you fucking mong? Like, no. What people like is the seasoning. And the seasoning you can replicate in so many different ways. Tofu is a really good example of it as well. Like, literally cut it into little squares. Okay, the texture is different and that's just something you're going to have to get used to if you don't want to die. But, (laughs) like, realistically. But season tofu or you can get you know satan and even jackfruit as well you can yeah. season that in the same way and you get really similar taste and you don't oh lose any of that experience you lose what the texture which i think far come actually you can outweigh that a bit do you know what that's made me think of though this is so funny right talking about unseasoned food i came into the kitchen the other day right and my mum was cooking chicken breast and i looked at it and i was like <laughs> oh what's this mum and she goes it's salt and pepper chicken, right? She'd literally just put salt and pepper on it. Like, just salt. I was like, that's not how that, that's not, how, that's not salt, that's not what? That's like the bare minimum of the seasoning. That is not salt and pepper. So, and, I'm, and she enjoys that, but that's her business. Like, that's nothing to do with me. We love her. We, we do, we do. But yeah, like, I think a massive thing about it is seasoning. So if you buy seasoning, season all your shit, it's fine. If you look at, like, some, like, Temple of Satan, <gasps> mm. obviously, let's just talk about how it tastes like chicken. Actual chicken. And also, Neil, my boyfriend, who is not vegan, he we go there when we're in London all the time. He actually suggests it. He loves it. He loves it. And I and he's going to be replicate. a vegan soon. You can replicate meaty flavours and meaty textures. You just have to know what you're looking for. Yes. Everywhere in the supermarket now, there is always a vegan and vegetarian section. All seasonings, all sources, like, you can have yeah. that. I, I My staple go-to favourite meal when I get home is fajitas. And oh, I, Yes. love fajitas if i'm feeling love fancy fajitas. i'll have fake chicken but not everyday fancy sometimes just linda mccartney sausages <laughs> and i get judged for this what Pe- the fuck people are like why do you put sausages in fajitas and i'm just like fuck off mind your business it tastes good why but- yeah and also because i want protein you know i also put chickpeas and beans and kidney beans and sometimes you why can put you tofu yeah the planet is dying susan (laughs) why are you still eating chicken (laughs) but yeah it's just about being conscious reading labels looking at at where you can swap things out saying okay today i'm not going to eat meat and then once you yeah and then once you've done it for maybe two weeks because that's only two days then be like 
oh, maybe I'll have two meat-free days. And you can still, by the end of it, still be eating meat for three days of the week. As long as, as long as you're, like, making better choices for half of it. I don't see how that is really that hard. I said this on Twitter the other day, like, have you people never had to make a sacrifice in your life? Like, like, for the benefit of the world and everyone on it, like... And also, I think, like, if you do do that thing where you're like, right, today I'll be... I'll have a vegan day today, I'll have a meat-free day today. Once you start doing that a bit more regularly, it will become easier and you'll notice you're craving less meat and, like, you want it less and it'll just become, like, a much easier if you are wanting to adopt it fully or, like, more. Yeah. It is easier to do it that way. Definitely. It's just about reduction and then when you're ready to go the full hog, um, you'll definitely be allowed into heaven, so... Oh, yeah, also I was going to say, it makes me laugh when people are like, I had someone say to me at work the other day, I was talking about, like, Satan. Yeah, but do you know what's in it? I was like, yes, I do know what's in it. It's literally, like, vital wheat, gluten, and, like, water and seasoning and shit. And then I was like, do you understand the amount of hormones and fucking shit that gets put into the meat that you are eating? Yeah, do you, you know, know what... You're eating? Yeah, literally, this is the thing. Horrible thing. When you start to look into it as well, like... Gross. This was another argument I read as well, actually, and they talk about it in Cowspiracy about grass-fed meat. and how grass-fed meat if we strip it all back and you have the option like people could eat grass-fed meat like it is sustain it is more sustainable anyway than a factory farm but we don't actually have enough land left on the earth anyway to make it a plausible like solution because we've fucking cut down all the trees to make mass farms like originally yeah okay it would have been it would have been an idea that makes sense yeah, there's no way. Like, you really do have to just go... There's no other options. Uh, like, we've gotten to a point... It, like you say, there could have been these options, but everyone has fucked it up so badly. Because of capitalism. Because of capitalism. And you know what annoys me? is these adverts and shit from, like, McDonald's and shit where they're like, happy chickens in a farm. <laughs> you money-grabbing... <laughs> capitalist cunts like yeah no chickens ever feeding us to them feeding them to us and then taking our money and making us sick yeah pretty much that's what's happening i hate capitalism i literally fuck fuck capitalism 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 do you know what else is really interesting right you know french bulldogs they they are obviously really horribly bred and have been like basically they're like mashed potato in dog form which is really sad um but the longest living french bulldog is vegan shut up that is so interesting it is interesting people yeah exactly like poor lola can't breathe she has like skin conditions I was watching a documentary on it the other day, actually. Yeah, she can't bear. She'll never be able to give birth to her own babies. And it's like, maybe if she went vegan, she'd live for longer. Maybe if she (laughs) went vegan, she'd be able to give birth to her babies. No, she wouldn't, because that's that's to do with the structure of her hips. I do think, like like you were saying about Instagram. Yeah. I follow, like, some people that I know that aren't, like, necessarily massive influencers, but they just post, like vegan food and it'll yeah. be so normal and so like this morning i just had some toast and like butter yeah. life on it. and then maybe tonight i cooked a curry and it was delicious but it's like following people on instagram and seeing like daily meals that are realistic that they have definitely help you being like oh like i don't have to know how to spiralize a courgette because <laughs> yeah, that's such a middle-class white woman thing to do yeah, isn't it they've like, just overcomplicated no. everything and you've reminded me as well a good place to start is like replacing out your like what is it your standard um, products yeah totally. so like butter you don't need margarine you don't yeah. need to buy Lurpak. Vitalite, in my opinion, and I really liked Lurpak when I ate dairy. I remember you used to always fork out for it and I'd steal it in first year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming to light now. But, oh, like, in my opinion, Vitalite tastes exactly the same. It's no different. The price point's no different at all. It works really well in, like, I've used it to make, like, a lasagna white sauce. Yeah. Mac and cheese, I use it. Or, like, even in cakes and shit, like, it, changing staples is a really good 
thing to do, I think. Also, dairy-free milk. Soy milk's a good place to start because it's not soy milk that's causing the soya problem. Also, there are so many different... I think my favourite dairy-free milk, oat milk. We love oat milk. I love... Also, a good one I've been having recently, Tiger Nut Milk, but I only get it when I go to this coffee shop because I've never seen it anywhere and it tastes like heaven. Okay, Tiger Nut Milk, I'm going to try that. Yeah, I've never found it in a supermarket though, so... We'll have to Google it. But yeah, yeah, but for me with oat milk, right? I drink most of my hot drinks now black, so yeah, I'll. It is more expensive, but you don't use as much of it. Yeah, and also it's like one pound fifty, and if you're gonna buy, um, if that, I don't even think it's one pound fifty, but if you're gonna buy a two litre pint of milk, it's also gonna go one pound fifty. It's also about one pound fifty. Yeah, and sure. if you drink two litres of milk before it goes off, that's fucking disgusting, and you should nice. get some help. But <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not normal, babe. That's horrible. But with oat milk, it lasts longer, and it just—it doesn't. I mean, in my opinion, it—it just makes sense. I think oat milk is one of the best, like versatile ones. Where I think it works well in like a lot of different. Yeah, cheese sauce, cake, um, other things, (laughs) (laughs) coffee. Because because the thing is, (laughs) two staples. Jesus and cake and like the thing is as well this um vegan cheese i really like vegan cheese but i think people are just gonna have to accept that vegan cheese and normal cheese do not taste the same and they're they're probably never gonna be the same but vegan cheese is nice i know i like vegan cheese um you can get loads of different flavors now also vegan cream cheese tastes exactly the same as philadelphia exactly the same as philadelphia and they're very similar price point. Yeah. Godfellas now have a vegan pizza that you can buy in the supermarket. I don't know what I'm to talk about. Tesco's. Not that I like shopping at Tesco's because capitalism. But <laughs> if you're pressed and you need some chicken nuggets, Tesco's have got like bags of 16 chicken nuggets for like a quid. No. And all they're good. All oh, they're so good. And they're vegan. And they're vegan. Because everyone's just going to be like, oh, but she, she eats chicken. Oh, yeah. I am vegan. I do eat vegan chicken nuggets. Yeah. Same yeah, vegan. that's true. I actually have some of the corn vegan ones at the moment in my freezer. They are, they are really good. Do you know one time Zach said to me, a chip's vegan. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. Right. The, the chefs was like, oh, can you go get some pasta? But make sure you get the free from because it's for the vegan dish. And I was like, pasta's vegan? And he was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And I was like... You're a chef. <laughs> yes, I was like, I'm a vegan and I eat pasta all the time because it's vegan. Yeah, literally. Oh, no. And then he looked and was like, oh. I was like, why would it not be? Literally, what the fuck? It's dry. How are you going to dry egg? Like, I remember when I first went vegan and I was really surprised that bread was as well. I was like, what? Oh, bread's vegan? <laughs> Me too, actually. I had that. And then I remember my mum once being like, I was like, oh, can I eat that? And she was like, literally, all bread is vegan. Lucy, like, shut up. And I was like, oh. I love that Sarah knew that as well. Sarah's Nosh. Shout out. If anyone Sarah's Nosh. Follow my mum's Instagram. She's called Sarah's Nosh and she loves food. She's not vegan, but she is very open to reducing her consumption of meat. And she's very conscious. And this is what I like, right? I like, sorry to quickly interrupt you. No, go, go, my favourite thing is a meat eater who is open to it. Like, my sister eats meat, but she will go for meat with me for vegan food and not complain about it. Neil eats meat, but he will go for me with, for vegan food and not complain about it. He'll eat vegan food that I make him. Like, they're not fucking funny about it. It's not like you've got to make two separate dishes because, oh, I'm not eating that vegan shit. Yeah, literally. It's, like, it's still food and it's still delicious. Exactly. What were we saying about Sarah's nosh? And, like, my mum is, like... I'm not going to disclose her age, but, you know, she's a lady in her ageing years. (laughs) And she now is, like, she's lived her whole life on a meaty diet. A meaty diet. And she's now open, like, to being like, oh, actually, maybe I should make these changes and maybe it will do good. She's doing better than my bloody mother. Do you know what I said to mum um, the other day about how I didn't think that, I think unless there's like serious changes to the environment, I'm not sure whether I would be able to have kids because it's cruel. She was like, oh, Eleanor, there was warnings about climate change when I was young and I still had kids. And I was like, well, that's probably why we're in the situation that we're in now, isn't it, mum? Oh, 
Exactly. Oh, she's so funny. So, let's talk about animals. They are fucking cute. They are cute. And you know what is one of the most annoying things to me? Is when people say, oh my god, I love animals. I love all animals. I'm an animal person. I love animals. Delicious sausages, a delicious steak for dinner. Yeah, isn't it? And then, and then they say that farm animals are not the same. It's not the same as any other animal. Why? Why is it not the same? But where's the line? Can you just tell me where the line starts? Where the line? I need to know. I watched when I was watching one of the documentaries. Um, I'll put I'll put a list of good documentaries to listen to in the description or on the Instagram. accounts as well maybe like yeah and some good instagram accounts um but i was watching one and oh my god so it it does like pigs cows chickens and talks at you through the process of what those animals go through when they're like in slaughterhouses and being reared and things i cried so much at the pigs bit i think i've seen the same thing yeah you know they cut they cut the pig's teeth out, the little piglet's teeth out, and they cut their tails off when they're born. And the noises are so hot. I, I didn't even care about chickens at that point. I was like, the fucking pigs, mate. Never in my cry. life. They cry. I know, and they cry, and then, like, they're left, and they die, and they're just left there. Like, that On the floor. The... Like... Everything that is an animal has a will to live and wants to live. They try to survive. They fight back. Like My favourite... Oh, my God, Lucy, my favourite argument is, well, if we didn't have all the pigs, then they would be dead. (laughs) The cows should be grateful that they're alive because if they weren't alive, like... If they weren't on a farm, then they wouldn't even be here. Yeah, mate, I'm pretty sure the cow would prefer to be dead than be repeatedly impregnated its whole life literally are you all right is everything okay at home would you like to be repeatedly impregnated your whole life or would you like to be dead i think i'd like to be dead (laughs) personally that is literally the truth though like honestly the shit that these animals go through like i actually think when you think about it i watched um i watched a video i think it was of someone Obviously, it was a summer, but they were like, <laughs> <laughs> um, they were like, if you know what goes what goes on to these animals, and you still knowingly know that, uh, knowingly know, knowingly know, still go and eat meat. There is like actually something, something wrong with wrong you because like that's the most fucked up thing. Like they are tortured, literally. Why would you want to eat that? It's so horrible. It's the stuff that they go through is so horrible. And I literally, when I was, when I went veggie, I was like, I don't care about that stuff. I don't care about the pain. Who cares about animals? I just want to save the environment. Yeah. When you learn about it and you're like, oh my God, like it's painful to watch. And if you don't think it's painful, there really is something wrong. Like when you dropped as a child. You think that these animals want it or that it's not that bad or that it's a humane way. It's like, there's no humane way of killing something. Yeah, how can you humanely kill... At least it was only shot. Actually, a lot of these animals don't die when they're shot. They're hung upside down on a hook and they're still alive. Literally. Like, at least it was only shot. You would be saying that about a person, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Literally. And also, these all these animals that like, contribute to the... um, What is it? What's the word for the wildlife? The wildlife okay. economy ecosystem yeah all these animals contribute to the ecosystem and they're like in so many different ways but there's more purpose for a cow than just to be eaten and just to be farmed literally so much more purpose that is that 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 is not why they're here no it wasn't just to be lining your stomach some people are like oh yeah but like there's so many cows now so we just may as well eat them all (laughs) Supply and demand. Yeah, I got supply. a U at business and I know that. Literally supply and demand is like the most <laughs> obvious thing ever, you idiot. If you stop eating it, there's less... It's like with veganism, for example. Like, I saw the statistics, like, because I, when I first went vegan, I did the veganuary thing. Um, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't vegan in January, but they're really good. And, like, whenever you want to go vegan, you sign up and they send you, like, a booklet and things like that. Um. 
and it like did a comparison of how many vegan fir- people first went vegan in the first January that they did it, and it's like millions more people now are doing it, and that and then over that time access to vegan alternatives have increased so much, and do you know what that is? Supply and demand. So. If there's less demand for meat, it will be produced less. Like, there's more demand for vegan food, so the areas in the supermarkets are getting far and far larger. Like, if you think about how much was on offer, like, when I first went vegan, like, two years ago, two or more years ago or something, and, like, there there wasn't that much available at that time. Yeah, no, I agree. It was hard. It was still fine, but, like, if you compare it to then and now, I'm like, it's incredible to see all of these options. I'm like, wow that's vegan that's vegan and it's really nice for like like my mum will be like oh in Aldi just seen this and it's like they've got like vegan Caesar salad dressing yeah mayo vegan garlic mayo I went into Aldi the other day and they had vegan Hellman's mayo and I was like this is bougie oh my god I need to go soon I need to go food shop in Aldi and get some of that shit yes good and then they've also got like the beyond beef burgers fake chicken burgers and what i do is i cut i cook them and cut them into like chunks and then put them so that it doesn't just have to be a burger and you can put it like in other things and what you're saying with your sausages and your feet is like use it in whatever the fuck you want it tastes good yeah exactly like the seasoning yeah delicious so i think that's all we've got i think so i I was just thinking in my head i was like wow i could literally talk about some of this stuff for like hours and hours yeah and it's like but it's good it's good though to be able to and i think also it's just important to like create a conversation and get people thinking it's about thinking about where you're what you're consuming where it comes from and just being open to changing what you're doing yeah and also thinking about so you know we were talking about earlier as well about holding something in your hand and being like what has it taken for this to get here like if you're in a restaurant or like mcdonald's or something like and you're eating a cheeseburger like even the employees behind the counter like a lot of them people might be i don't know if mcdonald's do zero hour contracts but like that's really inhumane and things like that so it's thinking about the people at every step of the way like the drivers who are driving the lorries lorries who have been on a 16 hour shift everything like that the packaging then as well there's so much to think about all of that shit like so much and also this is like a whole other topic that could be discussed but like i've noticed being like vegan and like buying more veg and stuff it does reduce your like plastic intake and like all of that shit as well so definitely and it's really nice to be able to just just to be like you know what i'm doing this and it, you know what it's kind of doing something good yeah it makes you feel good as well doesn't it i'm like at least i'm vegan and obviously this is not to put like you know what you're saying about obviously big institutions have to make changes as well for what us to do but what we do does have an impact and if institutions see that everyone is doing it like pretty little thing now have a collection that is like recycled and it's only small and little thing a really problematic fast fashion anyway but that is based on the fact that they are seeing other um companies making more sustainable fashion and then that's the same with like restaurants restaurants are making more vegan options available because more vegans are coming in and then even um so you know mogs in leeds before it reopened with the um, previous owners i remember watching an interview when she'd switched it from being like a meat and a vegan place to just a plant-based um eatery what from what i got from it was based on her seeing an increase in the demand and then also her being vegan and being like, I only want to sell this produce. It's a monopoly. It is. I just think, obviously, like like you just said, big companies do need to change, but it is every single person on this planet's responsibility. We are responsible for the planet that we live on and we all have an effect on it. Yeah. We're going to die and the world's going to get worse and worse and it probably will die with us and it's not like it's not just going to combust but it's going to become very different to what it is now and i don't think that we can imagine it right now because obviously especially in western civilizations like we've got things so good and like it's hard to imagine like 
surely this will never turn into like a place like a fucking post-apocalyptic like world. yeah what will happen if we continue this way like it's gonna be bad yeah and like it's happening like the whole thing with the amazon rainforest and stuff like that like it is happening that's so scary literally like it is happening but just just because it's not in bloody your street in london or whatever or your street in like manchester i'm talking mainly about the uk here because obviously we live in the uk yeah but yeah i think we've had a good chat about it tried to be try to be helpful i hope the passion comes through i think it will (laughs) that is the thing as well it is definitely something that is a very big part of my life and i'm very passionate about and i'm not gonna just be like yeah and when I was thinking about because I've been thinking about doing an episode like this for a while and I was like who better than the vegan queen herself (laughs) to get on and have a chat about this because she knows you know I'm a very bad vegan I try my best but but Lucy is like dedicated to the cause and there's a lot to be learnt from this girl so I've learnt lots so I think we should spread the knowledge. I would say the same about you. And I think it's important to have friends and like people in your life that you can have these conversations with. Like we helped each other a lot. Yeah. About a lot of things like when we lived together as well, we'd be like, Oh, have you seen this article? And like just talking about stuff that we're yeah. like, having like minded people around you um that are supportive and like sort of maybe reflecting in if someone turns around to you and says that they want to make different food choices and then if you laugh at them you're not a very nice person and maybe you should make changes yeah like i remember me when i ate meat i never would have ever imagined myself oh, having same. a like, veggie I diet loved, i love steak i yeah. love ribs i love burgers i love everything i love meat and i love cheese so much i remember in first year we like all got kfc and just sat and ate like 20 wings literally like it was disgusting like put bits of cheese up and squirt ketchup on it and just eat it oh my god i mean i still do that with vegan cheese yeah same (laughs) (laughs) it's just mad to think that if like i used to honestly actively laugh at people that were vegetarian (laughs) i'd be like you fucking idiots Like, and like if like we could do it anyone can yeah. like, I don't think you realise how much of a meat eater I used to be yeah this is the same with me like and now I'm just very angry <laughs> vegan thank you very much Lucy for being on this episode of for having me. series I've 2 of What the Owl yes I've had such a wonderful time and I hope to be on another one well maybe maybe you'll get the call back maybe you won't I want to I'm joking <laughs> No, I think we could have some really good discussions. So, Lucy will be back. Thanks so much to everyone who's listened to this episode. Um, all probably three of you by now. Literally, no one's listening right now. Scared everyone off. But, um, yeah, okay, love you. Bye. Bye.